The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Welcome, everybody, to your daily paranormal news for Wednesday, May 18th. <clears throat> I am Jason Kupsik, and this is the Ectoplasm Show. Today, we are going to talk about a news article headlined, Did Egypt's Sphinx Really Close Its Eyes? Question mark. I'll get back to that in just a minute, but first, I want to talk about Podbelly. Go to podbelly.com. They are our network. There are tons of great shows on there, as well as tutorials. Go check out some of our network friends, such as, I'll pull up the page here. Mentioned a couple I haven't mentioned before. Art and Jacob Do America. That's a good show. Also, Mind Frame Podcasts and Hillbilly Horror Stories. Go give them a listen and tell them the Ectoplasm Show sent you over there through Podbelly. While you're online, go to ectoplasmshow.com. There you'll be able to find links to everything we have online, all our social media, our store, our phone number, which is 913-730-7255, in which you can call or leave a voicemail on there, and we'll play it on the show, as long as you don't say we can't, and we'll discuss uh, that as well. And, did you know that if you aren't an Ecto Plus member on our Patreon, you are only getting half of our show, maybe less, starting June 1st, right now, I do daily paranormal news for Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the public feed, and I add in Tuesday and Thursday on the Ecto Plus feed. So the Ecto Plus members get five news episodes a week, plus our topic episodes and whatever episodes Josh and I do together, including Josh will be on some of the news episodes, obviously. But June 1st, I'm going to switch those. There's only going to be tuesday thursday's news episodes on the public feed and the ecto plus members will get the monday wednesday friday episodes in their own dedicated feed that they just have to subscribe to once you sign up you'll get an email with a link that will give you an rss feed you just plug it into any podcast player already listened to us on for the most part and you will get straight to your phone or whatever you listen to us on Five days a week, daily paranormal news, plus all the regular episodes we do. So go check that out. Go sign up for a month or two. It's only $5, and just get more us, more Ectoplasm Show, and you'll get all of the daily paranormal news. If there's any news articles you find that you want us to cover, just send it to us on any social media site. You can email it to it as ectoplasmshow at gmail.com and we'll put it in the rotation if we think it's you know worthy enough to put in and I don't see why it wouldn't be for the most part 
let's get to this article. So, did Egypt's Sphinx really close its eyes? In a strange turn of events, social media users have shared dubious footage of Egypt's iconic Sphinx statue with its eyes mysteriously closed. The original post, which has been shared over 6,000 times on Facebook, showcases different photos and videos of the ancient statue with its eyes seemingly closed. The sleeping photos of the Sphinx have been snubbed as fabricated and illogical. As per Ali Abu Dish, an Egyptian antiquities expert and a member of the Federation of Archaeologists, reports Al-Haram. Nonetheless, Abu Dish asserted that the rumor provided an opportunity for domestic tourism with the potential for visitors to see the statue for themselves. A source at the Ministry of Antiquities confirmed that the photo was a fake of the Sphinx. Well, there's actually a video, so... Um, We'll get, we'll get to my thoughts in a minute. As it was filmed at an angle opposite the sun, with a weak camera, which features his features were not shot, which made the picture appear like this. I'll post the picture in the show notes, um, as well as a link to the videos and whatnot on Facebook. Also reads the post by Tourism Egypt, an Egyptian tourism-focused account on Facebook. In a similar post, it stated that the Sphinx's makeshift appearance of sleeping and closed eyes can be attributed to the various reasons such as a change in angle, lighting, and finally editing. The Sphinx is one of Egypt's most iconic and visited sites. The limestone colossal statue is believed to have been erected during the Old Kingdom, bearing the facial features of the ruler Khafre, Khafre, to whom one of the great pyramids of Giza belongs. Far and wide, ancient Egypt has continued to be a part or be at the heart of mystical and magical ruminations espousing far-fetched theories. Many Egyptian Egypt enthusiasts resort to untrustworthy pages, poorly made documentaries, and amateurs to understand more about the uh, civilization which has attracted millions to the site. The science of study, studying ancient Egypt, Egyptology, however, remains a carefully academic field supported by researchers, excavators, and university professors who base their theories on years of work and research. Now, uh, this is a website of egyptstreets.com or egyptianstreets.com. Uh, this is the first time I've been to this website. I'm not sure. Obviously, they're not going to go against what Egyptologists in Egypt say. Um... As far as I've heard over the years, oh crap, clicked away from that. Um, there's a real problem in Egypt of the Egyptologists, not all of them obviously, but a good amount of them 
are stuck in old school ways of thinking and only look for things that fit into their narrative. Um, but we could get we could get into that a little bit deeper here in a second. I do see in the photos of this guy post it does look like the eyes are not there or they're closed it almost looks smooth i'm watching the video right now and the so the sun is kind of the sun is above them but kind of behind the head in such a way that the shadows there's not really much shadows but it doesn't show the feature of the eyeballs now if you look at a bright forward-facing image the eyeballs are pretty damaged when they're supposedly open I do have to say these other images don't show the same creases, the same damage. Um, it could be the way that it's shot. It's not the best resolution. Um, but there's several angles. And then there's the video. These angles that they have to be manipulated if they're not um i don't know i'll just have to share them in the show notes and see what you guys think um i could say that in my opinion egyptology as i know it from just researching what i've heard about the culture of a lot of the egyptologists in egypt they well, and even archaeology as a whole, of course they're going to shoot this down. I don't fault them for doing so even. Um, it definitely could be fake. I don't know. I'm not going to take these images and try to break them down in a program I don't know how to use. Um to tell if they're fake or not. They don't necessarily look fake to me. They look like the the possibility that they're just at the wrong angle. I don't know, it's hard to tell. I'll definitely have these in the show notes. So if you wanna just open the app you're listening on and scroll through the show notes, you'll see the pictures that I'm talking about, including the links to the actual photos. Now, I do wanna talk about the, the Sphinx itself for a few minutes. I remember hearing stories about the possibility that the head and the face of the Sphinx particularly was not what was originally on the body, that it may have been like a dog's head or as some sort of animal's head that was carved down long after it was built to look like the face of a human. Now, I tried to look that up before I, you know, hit record. And everything just, all, all it said was, there's no evidence of that. Um, which, I don't know that. I mean, I don't know either way. So, 
I just didn't. I used to see stuff that would talk about and have even diagrams of potential other larger heads that had been carved down to this one. Um, the face and the overall head, to me, in photos, do look like they're in much better condition than the rest of the body, except for maybe the feet. But the rest of the body is just kind of really rough and, like, looks like it's been, you know, weathered over a much longer period of time than the head of the Sphinx. Even though the head of the Sphinx obviously is very weathered and old. It just doesn't look quite as old or even half as old as weathered as the rest of the body. And that effect would come from carving the head down. Um... What do you guys think about that? What do you guys think about the Sphinx? Has anybody actually gone, anybody in the audience gone in s to Egypt and seen the pyramids of the Sphinx? I know them, like my grandparents have, and I, I mean, obviously right now is not the best time to travel over in that region, maybe in the future. Um, but I also wanted to bring up at the end of this short segment, the Colbrin texts. They are, I haven't read them, and they're, I, I only know them through some research. Now, they're called science fiction texts, but I don't know enough to know whether or not the real history of the Colbrin Bible, like, who wrote it? When did they write it? It's supposed to be a different interpretation of, oh, this says, authored by Celtic priests when the first Gospels of the New Testament were being created, the Celtic text of the Colb book became the Colbrin Bible. So, um, and that's just like the first line of the description on Google. So I, this is actually something that I have been familiar with for some time, the Colbrin, and I keep trying to remind myself to order one because it's been years now that I've wanted to look into this text because it describes probably several things, but it, one thing it does describe is an end of the world through a day of the destroyer that the Sphinx plays a major role in and i'm pretty sure according to this bible the colburn bible there were several of these sphinxes which would be a technical device on the planet that is a warning system for a cataclysm for the day of the destroyer it is thought to be able to sense a shifting of the stars, whether it be from pole shifting or something else. Um, and that is supposed to trigger a sensor, so to speak, inside the head of the Sphinx and the other Sphinxes around the planet that 
obviously must not be there anymore. We know about them or their secret. And it would give a warning of sorts. I don't know what that warning is of the incoming day of the destroyer, which if from what I've heard, and I'm going to get this book, I'm going to order it now. Um, looks a lot like some kind of off gassing or an explosion from the sun, how it would hit the sky and how it would look and wipe off most of the life on Earth. And the Sphinx is, at least in the Colburn Bible, a warning system to let the people of Earth or whoever is supposed to let know that it's coming to prepare. Um, so I'm going to dive into that book. And we'll probably do an episode on it in the future. Have you guys had a chance to read the Colburn? What do you think of the Sphinx? Oh, <clears throat> before I end the show, if the Sphinx was changed, do you think we'll get a warning? Do you think the fact that we it describes it as the stars shifting in the skies that we could detect it ourselves. I mean, obviously we would detect that. We would notice that. And how long uh, from when that happens does the plasma charge from the sun wipe us out? How long do we have to prepare humanity? Um, yeah, I came across this story and it brought up all this research I keep telling myself I'm going to do and just had not gotten to yet but I am going to order that book now I'll post all of this stuff in the show notes and links to everything including the Colburn Bible the images of the sphinx that, sphinx that looks like its eyes are closed are the eyes being closed that the warning is that, but did it detect some small shift that we haven't noticed yet and it closed its eyes because it knew what was coming? Um, I don't know. I can't, it's not like I can go drive to the Sphinx and look for myself right now. I don't even know if I could travel there right now. And I don't know if I'd want to, to be honest, with the state of the world right now. But, yeah. All right, well, I will see you guys tomorrow. For Ecto Plus members, we'll have a brand new episode for you. For those of you not on Ecto Plus, I'll see you on Friday, which happens to be my 40th birthday. 40 years. Uh, I'm not really, I don't know how you're supposed to feel when you turn 40. Do I feel old? I already felt old, so I don't feel any older. But I will have an episode out on Friday, and I hopefully will have something with Josh by Friday as well. So please let me know what you think about this, and I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.